Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old, and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts, and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference. I'm super excited for another episode of Show About Science. This is your host, Nate, and today we're talking about rust and how you can prevent it and really what it does in general. If you don't want to get rust or if you just want to know some facts about rust, then stay tuned. Hi, David. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? So, first, could you introduce yourself? Yes, my name's David Shoesmith. I'm a professor of electrochemistry and corrosion science at uh, the University of Western Ontario in London, Ontario, Canada. And I specialize in corrosion processes in all kinds of industrial situations. So, just a basic question, what is rust? Rust is an iron oxide. That's the chemical name for it. If you went to somewhere where they make metal, what you would see is that they start with stuff that looks like powder, and that's the iron mixed in with all those elements that exist in the earth. So rust is just metal, which is reacted with oxygen in the air to give you an oxide. So the air is slowly destroying the metal, and as it does it, it changes it from being metal to being corroded material, and that's why it looks different. So it's just what the air has done to the metal that you have. Um, I was interested in doing a show about rust because I just thought it would be really interesting knowing why things rust and how. Yeah. So how did you get into rust? Well, first of all, I worked hard at school, and then... When I went to university, I decided I would study chemistry. And as I went through the university, I found this really, really interesting. And so I decided that I would become a specialist in this area. And then, of course, you get a job. And the job that you get, people will have problems in corrosion science, and they ask you to try and solve them. So that's how I got into it. And so how can you prevent rust from happening? Well, there are lots of ways. Um, It will always happen in the long run. You can't totally stop it, but there are lots of ways you can try. So, for instance, the car that your parents have, that's made of metal, and we would expect it to corrode, but it doesn't corrode because they painted it. So the metal is protected by all the coating of paint that you put on the surface. 
So if you drive down the highway and you look up under a bridge, sometimes you can see where the metal in the concrete has rusted. But then there are some pretty smart engineers around who know how to make materials which don't corrode very much. What are some experiments you could do to study rust? Well, there are many modern ways which are fairly complicated, but what you would first do is you would get a nice clean piece of metal and then you would decide, well, what's it going to be exposed to? So if it was your car and it's out on the street and I live in Canada, so we get a lot of snow and people put a lot of salt on the road to get rid of the snow. So that's likely to corrode my car. So I would take this nice clean piece of metal and try and generate or make the same atmosphere in my laboratory. So I would expose it to the same kind of uh, salty solution that you would get on a street. Having done that, I then use powerful microscopes. We can imagine that these are magnifying glasses, but very, very powerful ones to see whether I did any damage to the surface or not. And then if I did do some damage, then I'll try and calculate how much damage I did. And then I will look for something to do to stop that damage occurring. Are there any experiments you could do at home? You could to some degree, yeah. So if you had a piece of steel and you made up a salty solution, so you took table salt from your salt shaker and you dissolved some of that in water, and then you put your piece of steel or iron in the water, and then you can watch it. So when it goes in, it's nice and shiny. It looks good. You cleaned it. But what you will notice is it starts to go rusty or brown, and that's because it's corroding. So you can see that, and then you could kind of wipe off the corrosion product and see whether or not the surface looked like it had been damaged. So you could observe it at home. Yes, it's quite safe to do that. So, what happens to the metal when you put it in salt water? Well, it'll start rusting, just as we've been talking. So, it'll start looking brown. It'll start looking like a powder, and it'll start flaking. So, if you let it do that for a little while, and then you took it out, and you kind of dried it, and then you took a little piece of paper and see if you can rub off the brown material, the rust, you'll find that you can because it's easy to take off. So you've lost some of the metal into the rust and therefore it's disappearing slowly. Are there any metals that won't rust? Oh yes, oh yeah, there are. So for instance, does your mom have a nice wedding ring? Uh-huh. Yeah, go check with your mom so when we finish this conversation. So she'll be wearing a ring which is made out of gold or made out of silver and it doesn't rust, but you're not going to make a car out of gold because you couldn't afford to, it costs you too much money. So yes, there are metals which don't corrode. So when you're flying an aeroplane, the aeroplanes don't corrode because the crafty engineers have made some really good metals and protected them so that they don't. But there are metals that don't corrode. Very funny that you mention that because I'm going on an airplane tomorrow to Florida. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, if you get a chance and you're sitting in a seat, well, maybe you won't be, but if you're sitting in a seat and you can look out on the wing, 
you can see how good the metal is and then look for little places where it looks a little bit marked or stained and those little places are where the corrosion is occurring but it's really really small and that's what makes airplanes very very safe right they use expensive metals to make those things so that's the way to do it keep your eye open and have a look every time you see some metal have a look do different kinds of metal rust more than others well the things that we make most of our buildings or bridges or things are steel that's basically iron they can corrode but you can add chemicals to it such that it doesn't corrode so you can make what we call stainless steel so if you go and look in your knife and fork drawer you'll find knives and forks which are shiny metal even though you've eaten your dinner with them they've been through washing machines they've done all kinds of things eh? so crafty engineer has made corrodible iron into a non-corrodible steel so that's one they make airplanes out of titanium which is another metal which is really good that one doesn't corrode very much either and the same metal that they make airplanes out of they also make golf clubs so how many golf clubs do you see that are corroded none that's because they pay a lot of money to use a good metal to stop it corroding so some do and some don't why do some rusted things have rust that flakes off well the way we make metal is we dig stuff out of the ground which we call ore and then we treat it and we make it into metal so mother nature made it as an ore not as a metal so it really wants to get back to what it was before you made it into metal so when it does that it goes back to forming the ore so it just starts to flake off just because it's just not the same material anymore you can see that when you look at the metals but it's just because it's corroding and it's changing from being a metal to being an ore or something that you dug out of the ground and of course that tends to be particles not solid so it kind of rubs off or flakes off thank you for being on the show you're welcome it's very nice to talk to you i really enjoyed it there you have it folks the show about science is complete dad you can shut the recording off for the newest episodes of the show about science Download the PIN app or go to pinna.fm slash promo. Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference.